You are listening to the Hodges Huddle, where we discuss all things in the wide world of sports. Here is your KLSU sports team. Welcome into the Hodges Huddle. I'm your host, Andre Champon, and today, as you can see, we have the full squad here. This is a very rare occasion. We've got Andon, we've got Jaden, and we've got Raven right here uh, joining us today for our Super Bowl 58 preview. So how excited are you all for the big game on Sunday? I'm excited for the game, but I'm more excited that there's four of us at this table. I think that this is an outstanding decision from Mr. Andre Champon, <laughs> the sports director, it's uh it's a tight fit, but we're gonna make it work and we get yeah one more opinion at this table for the Super Bowl that we wouldn't normally get. So I'm That's pretty right. fired up, man. That's right. Um so we're gonna get started right away. Uh as this will be a tailgate show type of a uh, deal where we will go in depth about the matchup. So let's do this. Uh Super Bowl fifty eight will feature the San Francisco 49ers from the NFC led by offensive mind Kyle Shanahan. He has allowed Brock Purdy to emerge as a top, I would say, 15 quarterback in the league despite being Mr. Irrelevant. So let's start the questions off with this uh, for the Super Bowl. How much do you respect Kyle Shanahan, and what do you think makes him such a great NFL coach? Oh, man, I mean, it, it's everything about what he does. He's just so such a genius, man. And to do everything he's done in a relatively short amount of time, he only took this job – about five years ago for him to do what he's done and to lead this team the way he has it's it's incredibly impressive and he's for my money the second best play caller in all of football right now yeah i couldn't agree more uh obviously a great deal of respect for him just because of how good he is at what he does i mean he almost reminds me of like a a phil jackson or greg popovich where he has an entire system Right, that he has, and, and it just he, and it, it just, just works. works. You know, yeah. you can throw anybody into that system, and it works. And we're seeing that right now with Brock Purdy. You know, playing at the level that he's playing at. So I think when you take that into account, man, I mean, it's just when you look at the tape, you have no choice pretty much but to respect him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I respect him greatly. The 49ers arguably have the best play caller in the league in Kyle Shanahan. He is renowned for his offensive genius and innovative play calling. He has a deep understanding of offensive schemes and personal usage, which allows him to exploit opposing defenses effectively. Yeah, I, I like what all y'all said. I mean, it's true. Like, what his system works. And, and like, no matter what quarterback he has, that offense is still going to be able to score. And yeah. I, that's really what I respect out of him most. Yeah. But on the other side, the AFC, uh, they're just – they're, they're back like, again. They're back. And yeah. you know what? I told everybody two weeks ago <laughs> it was gonna they're going to do it again. Yeah. And they did it again. Just one point. Yeah. And, and so the Chiefs are back in the Super Bowl once again. And they are led by great coach, another one, Andy yeah. Reid, uh, who also happens to be a genius when it comes to offense and I scoring Taylor the ball. Taylor Swift was the head coach. <laughs> Uh, here we go. <laughs> that's funny. That's, a, that's another pod, man. That's, that's another funny. pod. But with Andy Reid returning here to the Super Bowl once again, what does that say about him as a coach? I mean, the guy's just – He's the best. Yeah. And, and, you know, I called Kyle Shanahan the second best play caller in the NFL. That's only because Andy Reid is still coaching. Man, Andy Reid is just a genius, and he's been doing it for so long now. Did it in Philadelphia. He was always Mr. Almost in Philadelphia. Yeah. But now he's gotten to Kansas City, and he's just clicked, man. He's just figured it out. And he's got the best quarterback I've ever seen in the NFL as far as talent goes. And he it's working, man. And they've got a system that when it comes to January, they're really freaking hard to beat, man. Mm-hmm. I know. Even with the multiple rough patches throughout the season they had concerning the offense, defense, and chemistry on the team, he was able to turn it all around and lead them to the Super Bowl, which none of us expected. Right. We literally, none of us did. Like, none of us. Yeah, I think by week 11, I was like, yeah, they're just not They just it. don't have it. Yeah, they yeah. just don't have it. Bro. Even the first round of the playoffs, I feel like it was like, uh, this game's not, like, completely, you know, like, set in stone. To their like, benefit, yeah. though, it helps that everybody thought that the AFC West was going to be a really good division this year. And it was Thought that that thought that the Broncos were going to be really good. Thought the Chargers were going to be dangerous. Thought the Raiders were going to cause people some yeah. problems, and none of that stuff really happened. Right. So yeah, KC had some struggles, but they were always leading that division. They yeah. they led yeah. it from wire to wire. Yeah. So it's and it's been that way the last couple of years. That yeah. I can remember. I mean, pretty much all they have to do is worry about winning their division, and I think once they get into January, 
they'll figure it out from there. Right. right. Yeah, and like Andy Reid, man, I, I just love his creativity. It, it's literally like Cochinham, but on another level, like Andon says, like it's one and two. And yeah. I think there's a little bit of a gap between one and two. Um, but like it's gonna be so cool to watch like both coaches like draw up the offenses um yeah. next Sunday. And I'll say like the like the dump plays to Kelsey, like just stuff like that. I, I love seeing from uh, Andy Reid. But as as far as like respect, I think like it's crazy how he's got here so many times with so little. Like obviously he's got Patrick Mahomes behind yeah. center, and that's a big reason to their success. But with the receivers that they've had this year, obviously it's not as great as yeah. it has been. It's in definitely the past. not the yeah. same unit. It's not the Tyreek Hill stuff that they've just been able to do a lot more. And uh, with him and Kelsey, but um, pretty much that's what I have to say. Yeah. But let's let's move into the matchups, right? We're gonna talk uh, talk about the matchup of the game. Speak on the most intriguing one, mm-hmm. I would say, uh, which will feature the heavy weapons from the 49ers uh, on offense and what seems to be the most dominant defense that the NFL has seen in a while in the Chiefs defense. So um, my first question is, what do the 49ers have to do? to implement in their – or what do they have to implement in their offense to be able to consistently score on that defense? You're going to have to be able to run the ball early. It's it's going to come with San Francisco being able to set the tone and really set the pace for this game. And what if they can do that, everything will follow. If they can lean on Christian McCaffrey and that offensive line and Kyle Juszczyk, and even if it's not a designed run, a little ball out to the flats yeah. where mm-hmm. – he can make a man miss and go make a play. That's really just an extension of their running game, mm-hmm. how they use Christian McCaffrey in the flats. So I think that's really the big thing that they have to make sure they do. If I'm San Francisco, I want the ball first because if Ooh, I, I can like go on a 10-11 play drive and lean on Christian McCaffrey and we get 30-40 rushing yards on that drive and I go put up six points, I feel a lot <clears> better <throat> about myself going back to the sideline. Like yeah, that. I think obviously <clears throat> gonna have to run the ball, but I want to see them get their playmakers into space and give them opportunities to make plays. I don't know what it is, but it seems like every Super Bowl, for whatever reason, coaches try to do too much. Yeah, they try to do too much, or they try to change, change things up, and yeah. they don't want their superstar players, the players that got yeah. them there, to be the ones making these plays. So I want to see them get Christian McCaffrey in some screens, get Debo Samuel in some screens, put him in the backfield, do the same things yep. that have gotten you this far, and I think they're gonna be able to win this ball game. Yeah, and I'm going to say exploit weakness weakness in coverage, identifying and exploiting weakness in the Chiefs' coverage schemes, which it's whether it's through route combinations, pre-snap motions, or personal matchups, this is crucial for sustaining drives and putting points on the board for the 49ers. Yeah, and that's a good point you make. I, I think that comes with Kyle Shanahan's ability to yeah. kind of like pick apart a defense. That's where he's really going to be tested next week. And I like what Jaden said. I have something similar to that. I, I have that they're going to have to co- constantly move Debo Samuel into different parts of the offense, where, whether that's the slot position, whether that's the X um, receiver, whether, you know, it, like you said, in the backfield. Um, he takes snaps at running back sometimes. Yeah. So you, you literally do anything yeah. to throw that, that Chiefs defense. Now. Yeah, exactly. Do what works. And let him be allowed to kind of move around all over the field because that's where – that's where he does best. Um, and he's a guy that, after the catch, he's going to get you yards. Yeah, so just let him do what he does. Best, yeah. best rack threat in the, uh, NFL in the entire too. league, honestly. Yeah. When really? he gets the ball, well, I don't think there's uh, any better. Yeah, I when think he so. touches the ball, his ability, man, and his ability to just a quick dip of the hips and, and yeah. you're completely yeah. thrown off track. And he's so quick and so Agile. mobile. Even – even though he might not be fully healthy coming into this game, he's still battling yeah. that. Uh, he played the, great the last injury game, he was dealing with. Yeah, he played great yeah. against Detroit. I think he'll have another good game against Kansas City. I agree, but for Brock Purdy, this is a guy under mm-hmm. center. What kind of game does he have to have in order for the 49ers to you know bring the Super Bowl back to San Fran? I'm gonna let y'all attack this one first <laughs> because I've got a little rant about Mr. Brock Purdy. So. Opposed to playing the best football game he's ever played in his life, he has to <laughs> focus on his ball protection because they're going to bring pressure to Chiefs defense and they're going to sack him. And, and an, an interception is not just going to be an interception. It's going to yeah, be a pick six. I mean, he has to play confident and careful, which has been a real struggle for him this season. I feel like we've seen lack lacking in his confidence, which contributed to you know the three-game losing streak they went through. He has to work on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think – 
uh, ball safety is going to be crucial. Mm-hmm. And, it, well, of course it is. It's, it's the Super Bowl. But I also think reading, identifying blitzes, picking up blitzes, identifying the mic, I think things like that are going to be crucial because it's not like he's a Lamar Jackson where they're going to give him or they're going to play back to make sure he doesn't get behind them. I think that they're going to be trying to really, really get to him, really yeah. rattle him early yeah. and make right. him feel that – make him feel the magnitude of this game. Make him realize yeah. this is the Super Bowl. I think Spagnolia is going to be trying to get the ball out of his hands quick, and they're going to yeah. be hitting him hard. Man. Yeah, and, and I think, like, Brock Purdy is very capable of winning this game. I, I obviously I, – I think that, but he's going to have to play much, much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that just comes with the ball security. You can't turn it over against such a, yeah. a defense that capitalizes – off of those turnovers. Right. The Chiefs yeah. rank first in points off turnovers. And I think he's going to need to play well from the jump. Yeah, and, and I, think, for sure. I think, like, just, I, yeah, I think he just has to be efficient. Like, yeah. just complete the the passes that you have to complete, yeah. right? You don't have to go and make, like, the most tough, you know, plays down the field, but just make the right decisions, I think. Like, play within the, within the chains. Give, you know, take what the defense gives you. Literally, that's pretty much all I'm going to say. But old Brock Purdy, number thirteen for the San Francisco 49ers, aka Anna Frey, has Anna been on the wrong end of so much criticism this year. Even from myself, I myself have said that he is not all of us. Yeah, we we've all had some criticism for him, but to say that he has to play the best game of his life is just unbelievable because he doesn't. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to play great. All he has to do is protect the ball and be efficient. Yeah. If he throws for 60% completion with no interceptions, the 49ers are going to win this football game. There's no shot that they don't. He doesn't need to go out and have the game of his life and 70% completion and over 300 yards and four touchdowns. He doesn't have to do that. He's just got to be Brock Purdy, yeah. which is what he's been all year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's been the dude that keeps the offense moving along. They are a more vertically dynamic offense yeah. with Brock Purdy than in previous years under Jimmy G. Yep. They they are so much more dynamic with him at quarterback, even if he's not the biggest name or the best quarterback in the NFL. He is more than capable of winning a game like this. And honestly – I'm a little sick of hearing the criticism on the guy because the dude's done nothing but play well since he's ran out onto the field. Yeah, but there's just no hiding that that turnover bug. But it is, it, and it, it's that's going to be the big question. But that's, that's the, the one question. thing he really like. He doesn't have to go beat Tom Brady. He just, he just has needs to protect, to protect the, ball. the ball. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And for the Chiefs on defense, this is a team that has shut down electric offensive teams in the playoffs and in, in the regular season at that too. Specifically, what do they have to continue to do to shut down that 49ers passing offense to begin with? Dude, I could talk about this Chiefs defense all day. There is not a defensive coordinator that is more in their bag right now than Steve Spagnolo. And I said that on Sunday. I'm saying it today on the day we record the podcast, and I'll say it on Super Bowl Sunday as well. Steve Spagnolo is the best assistant coach in the NFL. Mm-hmm. There's nobody more in his bag right now than he is. This Chiefs team has only given up 13.6 points in the playoffs so yeah. far. That's the fifth best all time. All time. That is an unbelievable defense from a team that when we think about them, we don't think defense. We think of the electrifying think offense. Of 15, and we yeah. think of 15. And you think of Andy Reid, Big Red. But nah, man, it's been Steve Spagnolo's show. And it's been the Chris Jones show. And it's been Legarius Sneed and all these cats. If they want to stop this San Francisco offense... They just got to keep being them. They wrap up really, really well. They get after the passer really, really well. This is a San Francisco offensive line that if you make them drop back into pass sets, they're not always the most comfortable, especially on that right side of the offensive line. If you go away from Trent Williams, Mm -hmm. they tend to struggle a lot more. And I think that this KC defense has more than enough talent to Mm -hmm. go and derail this Niners offense. Yeah, I think just a little bit more specifically, I think they're going to have to – Obviously, keep Christian McCaffrey in check. Mm-hmm. You know they're gonna have yeah. to fill gaps really well. But like Anna said, they've been doing this all year. Even the even the games like the primetime games, the four thirty CBS games, where the offense didn't look as great. Right. The defense has always Had to keep been them in what's the games, kept them yeah. in these games. No matter how good the team was, it's always given them a shot. And at the end of the day, if you have a good defense and you give Patrick Mahomes the ball with mm-hmm. the last chance to do it, you got to feel good about that every time. 
Yeah, they're going to have to bring that pressure on Purdy and make him struggle off the bat. That With the amount of weapons and talent he has surrounding him, any completion he makes to any of his receivers, even his tight ends, is going to result in a dangerous you know, amount of yards. The Chiefs' defense has to contain him while he's in the pocket in order for them to be successful. Yeah, I like that. I, I just have keep doing what has got you this far, and that's mm-hmm. play zone coverage. We're dropping too high in disguise. That's Andon and I have talked about this so many times with how much that Brock Purdy struggles with in identifying disguise coverages. Mm-hmm. Um, if they can do that really well and mix it up, I guess, just to kind of throw them off, I yeah. think that's gonna. I think it's gonna come down to like, you're gonna you're gonna have him confused, but you're not gonna have him confused for all game. Like he's yeah. gonna he's yeah. gonna obviously pick up on it. Right. I think it'll just be a you have to do it for a set amount of of downs. Yeah. And with this Chiefs defense, what they do really well, you talk about those disguise coverages, is they don't just run it out of out of one look. I said that on Sunday that they can run anything, whether it's a single high, whether it's too high, mm-hmm. whether it's a quarter quarter half look they can do everything that they need to do to find a matchup that benefits them Mm -hmm. they're one of the most versatile defenses in the nfl they can run everything they want whether it's out of base out of nickel dime anything they want they can get to and they can do whatever it takes to win a football game yeah and and so my next question is um with brandon Ayuk, and you have debo samuel too on the same field uh, and those guys are really active in the offense who do you think the Chiefs send out there? I mean, who do you think the Chiefs should let LeJerry Sneed guard? On Sunday, I said uh, Brandon Ayuk. I think they're going to do the Dion principle mm-hmm. where your best corner is going to go shut down the number two wide receiver and you just double, um, you bracket the number one. Um, because they move Debo around so much, I think you kind of take LeJarius Sneed out of the game when he follows Debo at, yeah, around the field. I agree. Because if you drop Debo into the backfield and you run out of that look, which they're known for doing, you let Legereus, go free. LeJarius Sneed is a corner who has to now be in run support, and he doesn't really want to do that. Yeah, which he's very corner. good at, by the he's way. He's good at it, yeah. but there's not a corner in the NFL that goes, oh, yeah, I can't wait to yeah. fill a gap and get in run support. Yeah. Like None of them really want to do that. And if they run play action out of that Debo package, which they do a lot, mm-hmm. you let Brandon Ayuk go against Trent McDuffie, and Brandon Ayuk is one of the best aerial receivers in this right. league right now. And I really don't love that matchup for Kansas City. Yeah. I think LeJarius Sneed follows Brandon Ayuk because he's just the most verticality yeah. that they have. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that's going to be getting those big chunk plays deep down the field, and they just allocate resources to try and stop Debo as best yeah. they can. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, I think you hit it right on the head, man. I think there will be some instances where he's matched up with Debo, but I just think there's, for one, very few corners in this league where you just typically see them follow a man the entire game, all yeah. 60 minutes. Very that, rarely. That just doesn't typically happen anyway. And yeah. I just think Not like, anymore, at also, least. like yeah. like he said, Debo is just too versatile. He's They move him around way too much for that to be your emphasis, for you to guard this guy. So I don't think that they can really worry about that. I think your best shot is you match him up with Brandon Ayuk when you can't get matched up with Debo, and then you take your shots then. Yeah, Yeah. Snead has typically guarded their opponent's top receiver and can even play slot if needed. So in that case, I'm going to go Brandon Ayuk as well. The 49ers would be wise to try and move Ayuk all over the field, but it's likely they won't be able to avoid this mm-hmm. matchup. I mean, it's definitely going to be fascinating to watch and will most likely – It'll have a heavy impact on who wins. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's going to be one of the bigger matchups of this Absolutely. game. I mean, I think, I think I, that's I'm the going with the consensus matchup. here. I'm yeah. going Snead with Ayuk. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you, like Anna said, he's he's a vertical guy, and and Snead is is a guy that just shuts down guys like that. So mm-hmm. I, I think as more as like Debo, uh, he it's I'd rather have linebackers just like when he goes to the middle of the field, let them take. Zone yeah. coverage yeah. at and that point. Here's the Chiefs aren't really a big man coverage defense they're zone guys, either. Yeah. They're a big zone coverage defense. I think they're bottom half in the league when it comes to man coverage calls. Um, so honestly, it's not really a hey, you're gonna go get this guy. I think it, they're really just gonna be baseline. And if Sneed mm-hmm. catches Debo, he catches him. Yep. If he catches Ayuk, he catches him. Right. But if it comes down to it, if you got to go one on one with a guy deep down the field, I think they'd rather have Snead on Ayuk yeah. than on Debo. Yeah, I agree. All right, so 
Um, now we're going to get to our key players uh, for this matchup. Who's a key player for the 49ers on offense for Super Bowl Sunday that just has to have a really big impact to you know, maybe get them to win? Fullback number 44, Kyle Juszczyk. I said it on Sunday. My answer hasn't changed. If you watch 44, you will watch the 49ers offense. Even when he's not touching the ball, he's the, he's the swing point for them. Mm-hmm. He is the player that's throwing the lead block. He's the player that's throwing Brock Purdy's check down. He is the guy that keeps that offense ticking on a second and six mm-hmm. when they need a couple yards to yeah. set up a third and short or go get a first down. He is so important to what Kyle Shanahan does, and he's the best fullback in the league for a reason, and he's the most valuable fullback in the league for mm-hmm. a reason because he's playing in a system that carves out touches for him as he deserves, and Juszczyk is great at what he does. And for me, he's the most important part yeah. to getting McCaffrey in that run game going. Mm-hmm. I think the obvious answer would be someone like you know Brock Purdy, who has to take care of the ball, yeah. and then McCaffrey, who's just the premier player on this 49ers offense. So I'm going to go with Trent Williams just because I think a big part of the Chiefs defense will be getting to Brock Purdy this Sunday. Yeah, mm-hmm. And I just think it's going to be more important than ever for Trent Williams to be Trent Williams yeah. on Sunday. I love Some offensive pick. line love. Yeah, I love, that I, love that. I love that pick. I had Trent Williams as well. He's an absolute beast. Wow. His athleticism fuels the team's running game. His strength helps protect Purdy's blind side in the passing game, yeah. which we see a lot. Yeah. With him being a veteran and a leader on this front seven, whether he plays good or bad, I feel like we'll have a huge effect on this game. Yeah, that's going to be a big deal because you see Nick Bolton come off the edge a lot mm-hmm. on yeah. the left side. So I think that – that's the good part about having Trent Williams on the left yeah. side and yeah. knowing that you're going to have a lot of blitz coming. I'm actually going George Kittle for the 49ers. Mm-hmm. I think everyone else on that 49ers offense is just as important. But I think for them to win, it's going to have to come down to Kittle making the big plays, making the plays that, you know, out of space and just getting open consistently. Yeah. Right. I think he has to have a big game for them to win. I but think he I will. Agree, yeah. yeah, but give me the chi- a player on the Chiefs defense that has to have a big impact. For um, me, it's a – oh, go ahead, Raven. Go ahead. So, considering the cornerback position is going to be the most important to contain mm-hmm. all these 49ers offensive weapons, and Ladarius Sneed can't do that all by himself, I'm going to go with Trent McDuffie. He has contributed so much to the growth of this yeah. defense, and with the record-breaking season he's had, he's definitely needed to contain this elite offensive 49ers. I like it. I like the pick. <clears throat> I think for me it's going to be Chris Jones, man. I said earlier I think he does okay. a big part of stopping the – 49ers is containing Christian McCaffrey early, and I think a big part of that responsibility is going to lie on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for me, it's going to be Chris Jones. Mine was a double-edged sword on on yep. uh, on Sunday. I gave a lot of credit to the linebacker duo of Drew Tranquil and Nick Bolton. Um, I think they're super important, not only in coverage, but like Andre said, getting after the quarterback. And in a game where getting the quarterback off his line is going to be a really big part of the game, I think Tranquil and Bolton are going to have yeah. two huge games. If I've really got to pick one, I'm going to pick Nick Bolton. Mm-hmm. Spags really likes to blitz him more He's than all over, Tranquil. Man. Yeah. But, man, Bolton's really been able to make that leap. You signed Drew Tranquil in the offseason, and it really freed Bolton up to really play with his head down yeah. and play downhill, which he really likes to do. He he looks phenomenal, and they look like one of the best linebacker duos in the NFL. Yeah, yeah and and I love all those picks, and we actually have all different ones. That's crazy. Well, Again, I love when we. I, do I that. love that so much because it covers us up from being wrong. Yeah, yeah I agree. And, and so for me, I'm going safety Justin Reed, and my reason being is, uh, look, I have another pun here. It says if he can read. Uh, <laughs> Purdy's eyes um, and jump on some of those passes <laughs> where he plays a lot of disguise zone coverages. Yeah. I think that that'll be a difference maker. Mm-hmm. We say so many times, Super Bowls really come down to a turnover, whether yeah. that's on downs, whether that's going for on fourth and not getting it. It, it usually comes down to a turnover. Mm-hmm. I right. think Justin Reed will be that guy come Sunday. Um, I don't know why. It's just... It came that's to me a in a good. That's a came good to me pick, in a though. I mean, yeah. that's not like a off the wall. No, it's a dark horse. He's pick. been Justin there. Reed yeah. is great yeah. at what he does. Yeah, but I, I like that pick. Yeah. So moving on, let's talk about the Chiefs' offense versus yeah. this 49ers' defense. Chiefs' offense hasn't been consistent all season, but neither has the 49ers' defense. So uh, offense. Sorry. Hold on. 49ers' defense has not been consistent, yeah. just like the Chiefs' offense. So starting off with that Chiefs' offense, I mean, it's hard not to talk about the guy. 15 when he's yeah, on the he's field that dude bro i mean just talk about how much the chiefs bring an advantage just because of him on the field i mean he's 
the best player in the world. Say I, it. I said Go. this. I said this the other day that Pat Mahomes is the most God gifted and naturally talented quarterback mm-hmm. I've ever laid eyes upon. Yeah, you he's know, right, right above Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but that's a huge advantage, man. I, he's one of those guys. He's he's like a Brady. He's like a right. Michael Jordan. He's like a LeBron. Where if he's on your team, you know we at least have a shot. LeBron. Yeah, well, like, that's like different a LeBron. podcast, like different a LeBron. podcast. Don't get, don't get Jay started. <laughs> no, man. When you put a guy like fifteen out there, it completely changes the game. Mm-hmm. When he runs out onto onto the field, the aura changes. Mm-hmm. And when you give him a guy like Andy Reid, who here I talked about this on Sunday. There's four important drives in the game. If you can have the ball in these four opportunities, you're doing something right. Your first drive of the game. The last two minutes of the first half, the opening drive of the second half, and the last two minutes of the game. And he thrives. And when you have Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes in that spot, you feel it. I even watching on TV. You know, like when Patrick Mahomes runs out on the field with two minutes left, you feel the energy in the room shift. Mm -hmm. That's how good he is, and that's like you said. There's not many athletes that do that. I can think of maybe three that have done that all time. It's Tom Brady. Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods. Those are the only guys that when they step up there, the entire energy changes. Yeah. That's how good Patrick Mahomes is. Yeah. Talking about Mahomes is crazy because we live in a time where we're watching the new GOAT be right. creative. I mean, we yeah. were little babies coming up. <laughs> Tom Brady was yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, GOAT. And now watching real, Patrick though. Mahomes play. It is wild that it's we're crazy. just living in this. Yeah. We saw both GOATs. Yeah, yeah, we did. Baby I guess goat. every generation has that, though. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Everybody's like, got think their about how guys. long Tom was in the league. But, yeah, like, I mean, yeah. you guys took the words out of my mouth. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is a guy that just, he extends plays, and he makes something out of nothing. And, and like, if you're a defense going up against him, and you see what he does outside the pocket, he thrives outside the mm-hmm. pocket. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many quarterbacks are successful and comfortable doing that. He right. loves doing that, and, and for somebody to do that, you as a defense, you got to be scared to see that. Um, but literally, I think he brings the the biggest advantage of, of the night just because of his experience and how poised he's going to be keeping that offense together, even when they're not you know successful in scoring at at times. But Andon, you talked about it, Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, how much do you think the Chiefs have to implement him into this game? And he's, just having him in the game. He's been the key all year. Yeah. He's when been the this guy. KC offense was struggling early in the year, it was really because Andy Reid was being classic Andy Reid. He was trying to dig himself out of the hole with the passing offense. Yeah. And it just wasn't working, man. The receivers weren't in the flow. There wasn't a connection. And you start giving the ball to 10, and everything shifted. Isaiah Pacheco is – dude, I could talk about the guy for hours. Mm-hmm. I think he's outstanding, man. He runs so angry. He has so much passion and aggression when he runs the football. We talked about it on Sunday, and we've been talking about it for the last couple weeks. He reminds me of like a young Darius Geis. Mm -hmm. Darius Geis, when he was here at LSU, just used to run so angry. Right. And and he was like a ball of rage, even though he wasn't the biggest guy. Yeah. But he was always so strong and powerful, and he was willing to drop a shoulder and, and, and get into those battles. And Pacheco does a great job of that. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah, I, like Andy said, he's been the key to the <clears throat> Chiefs' offensive success. Definitely the entire playoffs, but for much of the season as well. And I just think, like I said, man, don't bail out now. Just keep doing what you've right. been doing. And it's kind of funny to watch him go from the guy that's like, man, who's the guy that's wearing Tyreek Hill's number? Yeah. And now it's like, oh, that's Isaiah Pacheco. So I think yeah. he will be a key for them the way he has been mm-hmm. the entire season. Mm-hmm. And I think how effective he is in the game yeah. is going to be a indicator of if they win what this. happens. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, he's also a big key, especially with how much the 49ers have struggled against the run in recent weeks, allowing over 100 rushing yards in the last three games. I truly believe Pacheco is going to be able to run all over this defense, and I see him getting at least – Fifteen plus carries in this game. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Uh, he has, he has He's to. Got There's to. no way they win if he doesn't. Yeah. Right. The the passing game is good, but it's not that good. Right. Um. And I, I think the Chiefs have to rely on him heavily in this one because if you can run the ball against the 49ers defensive front, you're going to have a you're going to force them to have a very long game. Look mm-hmm. at what Detroit did to them 
uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, you saw it for a majority very of very game. early. Yeah, forty nine are struggle big time in filling mm-hmm. gaps, and, and the Chiefs are so good at blocking downfield yeah. uh, when it comes to just. I guess just blocking. And the uh, wide receivers are also very involved very, in their run blocking right. too. It's not it's not very often that you get so much buy-in from your wide receivers mm-hmm. when it comes to blocking in the run game, but all those guys, man, they really do a great job of playing their part and they've set some key blocks on the edge out there that keep a yeah. corner or a safety oh, they from coming love, up and making a yeah, tackle. They love the outside. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and they take pride in it too. They take pride in the fact that they're important as far as the run game goes. It's really big for what they do, and they yeah. do a great job of it. Yeah, but I, I think that's going to be essential for them. And, and then I think those chunk plays are going to be really, really important. I think Pacheco is going to have to do what he do, does best. He thrives off of contact at, and, and, like, the yards after contact. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's another guy. We talked about Debo Samuel. I think Pacheco, you could put him around there. Like, after contact, this guy thrives off of it. So, um Forty ers defense. They have guys that are solid. Every single position group, you got guys like yeah. Nick Bosa on the line. Not to Chase mention Young. Chase Young, yeah. Fred Warner at linebacker, Charveris Ward at corner. I mean, what specifically has to improve for the Forty ers though in this game as opposed to that Detroit one? Maturity and gap responsibility against Detroit, man. They they were just, and even it against Green Bay in a game that they won, yeah. they felt very immature mm-hmm. and very lazy when it came to their gap assignments I know that's a big word to throw out there saying that uh, an NFL player is lazy but it just seemed like if if they don't have the opportunity to go get a sack on the quarterback that guys like Bosa and Greenlaw and Young they they're not really interested in the rep but Mm -hmm. you need to be interested in every rep because you're trying to win a Super Bowl exactly like it, it it's not this isn't preseason where you only play the reps you want to play. Right. This is the Super Bowl, man, and, and you have to play every snap like it's your last because it very well could be. Yeah. And, yeah. and they've got to be more responsible in the gaps, man, because if you let this KC team run for 200 yards, they will do it, right. and mm-hmm. they will put points on you. And we saw – against Baltimore. We were live when that game started. Mm-hmm. They scored like that on their first drive, KC did. Yep. They will move the ball quick on you, and it it can go bad for you very fast against Kansas City. Right. you got to be more responsible in your gap. Yeah, like how you said, responsible. And I'm, for me, it's also going to be this defensive line as well. I mean, there was a clip that resurfaced, or not resurfaced, that surfaced on Twitter or X last week. Of Chase Young literally just giving up on the play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he was yeah. just, and that's the di- that's the difference between yeah. the Chiefs defense exactly. and, and what the 49ers exactly. defense is, mm-hmm. because the 49ers could be just as elite as the Chiefs yeah. if they wanted to be. But I, I think that be. comes, I think it does come down to taking those reps off. Exactly, and I do think that they're going to get up for this game. I mean, it's the Super they don't Bowl. have a choice. You don't have yeah, a choice. You yeah, <laughs> but you want to win. I just think, and also in the Detroit game, it, and really the Green Bay game too, it felt like at moments that. They were just waiting for something to happen. Yeah. Like, yeah. They were waiting for the offense to mess up and right. not being the ones they to force want, yeah, the turnovers, to <laughs> initiate the mistakes. So I just think that they have to improve on that, and they're just going to have to play a lot meaner. They play yeah. like one of those guys that, like, they walk in the gym and they're like, you know who I am, but nobody's phased by it. Yeah. And so they don't know how to react or how to respond to it when you don't care that. Yeah. I don't care that you have Nick Bosa. I don't have that you uh, have – uh, Dre Greenlaw. Mm-hmm. I don't care that you have Chase Young. You're going to have to show me and make me believe we're not going to win this football game. There's there's one play so far in this San Francisco playoff run that sticks out to me against Green Bay when they were really on the ropes in that game. Green Bay had the ball with the chance to go get points, and they called like a crack toss to the wide side of yeah. the field. And Christian Watson, who is a wide receiver, now granted, big wide receiver, oh, yeah. but he's not defensive line big, yeah, cleared out Chase Young. Oh, like he was Embarrassing. Like, it was grade school, dog. And and that blew me away. Like, holy hell, this is a defensive lineman, a dog, supposedly, who just got cleared Mm -hmm. out by a wide receiver. It it was one of those things that makes the alarm bell go off in your head. Like, yeah, you might have won that game, but this, this, and this, that isn't going to fly in the Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, Raven, what do you think? I mean, yeah, based off the Detroit game, improvement in their playing style. I mean, the lack of effort was alarming. We know the talent is there, but the amount of defenders that missed easy tackles 
And the way they let the Lions offense march in the end zone four times was like watching LSU <laughs> defense play <laughs> last no. season all it over again. It wasn't that bad. No, no, it, no it, it, it wasn't near that bad. Yeah, those drives would have been two minutes. For an NFL minutes. team. Yeah. What do we bad. call it, Raven? Kindergarten words? Effort, heart, passion? I mean, Kindergarten words. Yeah, there's yeah. only so much Steve Wilkes can do. Performing like they did against the Lions and like Andy said, arguably against the Packers too. Yeah. It's not going to fly against Patrick Mahomes and Andy mm-hmm. Reid. Yeah, and that's another thing. Like, when they get behind, like when they have to play from behind, this 49ers team looks completely, completely different. different. I mean, yeah. they almost every time they're down behind, I don't care how many points it's by. They get they phased. just look mentally checked out. Yeah. They don't care. And that's that's what I meant by they were waiting for something to happen. To happen, yeah. yeah. They were that waiting comes, for the offense to do that. That comes with the style of play though, because they're not great at coming be- coming from behind in yeah. games. Yeah. They've done it twice, granted, in this playoff run. Should not so have done it shouldn't twice. Have, shouldn't have done it to Detroit. So either. I can tell you again, if this happens, this oh, over. KC, it's KC, over. KC it's will over. keep their foot right. on the neck, and they'll step yeah. down this as hard Detroit. as it takes. Yeah, this is, sure. yeah, this is a different beast. Um, I, I agree with all you. I mean, the fill in the gaps for me was the biggest issue. I think you've got to fix that, especially when the Chiefs are dangerous at doing both things, and running and passing. Um, if you can – Try and stop the run as most as you can and make I mean make them quote unquote one dimensional, which is not gonna happen with this Andy Reid defense. It gives offense. them a better shot. Yeah, sorry. Offense. But uh should the 49ers play a zone coverage, um, kind of like what they've been doing all mm-hmm. year, or should they play man and kind of trust those matchups within the receivers of Kansas City offense? It doesn't stick out to me that, like, oh, you're going to be at a vast advantage playing man against Patrick Mahomes. Uh, but it's, it's really a double-edged sword because if you play zone, Travis Kelsey is going to run a little five-yard dig and just mm-hmm. sit there. Yeah. And, and, and he'll run but, around. And they'll nickel and dime you all day. It's oh, yeah. really a pick-your-poison as far as the passing game goes because they're, they have man beaters, they have zone beaters, on the outside for for Kansas City, they really do a great job of what I call manufacturing yards and manufacturing touchdowns where it just comes down to Andy Reid's got a better scheme than you, and he knows what you're going to call because he's seen everything there is to call in the NFL. You're never going to surprise Andy Reid. You can surprise Kyle Shanahan because he's still relatively young as far as NFL goes. Mm -hmm. He coaches like it. Andy Reid's seen everything there is to see ten times over. You're not yeah. going to yeah, surprise he's just got him. Got the experience, and he knows how to outsmart you. You're never yeah. going to outcoach Andy Reid unless he gets in his own way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I would like to see them play more man coverage because I feel like we saw the Ravens' defense stick and struggle to play zone against the same offense. And even though it was a low-scoring game for the Chiefs, Mahomes still had Kelsey and other receivers available and open all over the field. Yeah, I think if I'm the uh, if I'm the 49ers, I think I start out in a zone just because. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to. I just, go I just, well, not a zone, not a zone. I mean, man, oh, my man. man. I think I start off in a man just because I just still believe that this Chiefs op- offense receiving core is they're just going to have to show me. You're going to have to show me that you're not the same receiving core yeah. from however many weeks ago. Now, I will say they are clicking at the right time, and you can tell that this team is just mentally themselves again. They're mentally mm-hmm. bought in. Yeah. But I think I would start off in a man and gradually switch to a zone. I would say start off in a zone because Patrick Mahomes, I mean, kills people in man. It's yeah. it's and it's just a thing. known fact. My, I mean, look, I I think like the linebackers, they've done it all year. Yeah. They they do what the what the Chiefs do. They they shed off their uh, linebackers to cover yeah. the middle of the field. And, and and honestly, I think like you're taking away a lot. Uh, like you take. Fred Warner, you take those guys out of play if you're playing man coverage mm-hmm. all game. I, and I think that's just something that 49ers should probably stay away from. And here's the thing with running man. Like, I, I don't trust this team to tackle in man coverage. I don't trust them to tackle unless yeah. there's three behind the ball who are oh, ready to rally. Yeah, you look at the angles that they took I don't trust a guy to, to go make a one-on-one tackle. Mm-hmm. If it's not Fred Warner, I, I can't say that, like, I believe that that guy is going to make a tackle. Yeah. Now, yeah. I can't. It's like tranquil, I maybe. I don't say the same thing about this. Uh, I don't say the same thing about this Kansas City defense. When yeah. they get up and wrap oh, up, they gonna, wrap they're up. They're gonna do it. Yeah. I I can't say that about this San Francisco defense. Mm-hmm. They struggle, man. They really struggle to tackle. Mm-hmm. And I I don't like running man when you can't tackle. Yeah. Let's talk about Travis Kelsey though. 
Uh, and this is kind of the reasoning. You mean Taylor Swift's boyfriend? Yeah, pretty much. The, the guy, <laughs> yeah, Taylor Swift, the, the man Taylor that, boyfriend? that put him on the map, right? Absolutely. Um, Please. So, oh, uh, we're not, we're not, yeah. This is not uh, a Taylor I don't know, Swift podcast. Yeah, I don't know why I did that. Uh, do you think that the 49ers should put Fred Warner on him all game or just let them play zone? Like I said, I think that's what they're good at. What do you think? No, Andre, Maybe. go ahead, Raven. On who? On Travis? On Travis, yeah. I said you it. man? Go ahead, Raven. Yeah. I said it on the Sunday show. Warner <laughs> guarding Kelsey at all times is their best bet. Making sure he's not able to catch the ball at all times is the only way the 49ers are going to win this game. And I say that because if Brock Purdy and the 49ers are not able to put that many points on the board, I think Mahomes and an open Kelsey anywhere on this field can win the Super Bowl all by themselves. We saw them do it yeah. versus the Ravens. I mean, they won that game. Saw them do it last year in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, that's my strict reason. <laughs> like literally last year in the Super Bowl. If you yeah. want to take the best linebacker in football out of 90% yeah. of your plays, be my guest. Mm-hmm. KC will be more than happy to watch Travis Kelsey get followed around by Fred Warner all day. Mm-hmm. He's the best linebacker in football, not because he runs man coverage against great tight ends. Because he's It's everywhere. because he's everywhere on the field. If you want to take him out of the play – KC will put their hands up and say, okay, Pacheco, go go run for 200 yards real quick. Yeah. Because because Fred Warner is going to be following Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey. His eyes aren't going to be on you. Yeah. His eyes yeah. aren't going to be in the backfield. Yeah. It, it, maybe if it's in the call, go ahead. But, dude, let Fred Warner be Fred Warner. He's yeah. not a corner. He's not a safety. Go true. Go let yeah. somebody else handle that matchup. And, Fred, you be Fred. Yeah, right. that, yeah. Is, that is a good point. Yeah, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> uh, I just yeah. think – Look, I like. No, I Fred agree. War- I mean, I, like, I agree. I, like Fred I love Fred. Game. I, I love agree. Fred Warner. I agree. That's I, the reason I said no is because yeah. I think Fred yeah. Warner is great. But like I said, that takes your best player out, out of, of plays every 90% single play. Of the time. Yeah. yeah. I and just I feel just like think, he's the yeah. best. To and do here's it. what I say: I, I think that you can put him in that situation on the goal line with yeah. all the motions. Sure. I think maybe in the red zone in instances, not like. Not a lot. Not because, first and ten yeah, from the thirty-five. Exactly. Like, that you don't do that. What you, call. you do it in special sets yeah. where, where you believe in Dre Greenlaw and guys that can kind of pick up pick up the slack. But even then, like you like we all just talked about, the 49ers give up on so many reps, you really can't you really you <laughs> yeah. really can't let them do that. So yeah. uh, I think it's I think it's pretty set in stone. But what were you gonna say? I mean as far as containing Kelsey, I feel like that's mm. where my point came from. I feel yeah. like this 49ers defense is not going to know what hit them, even though mm. it is Travis Kelsey. I feel like they've been yeah. so unprepared against elite tight ends. Mm. So that's where my point came yeah. from. Yeah, and Travis Kelsey is also just – he's a different man in big ball games. Yeah. I mean, you can just see it from – I mean, you saw how pumped up he was mm-hmm. against Baltimore. He was getting up celebrating – in the first quarter, and oh, I hadn't man. seen that the entire season. So, literally, look, man, it's like him. a switch flip. Yeah, it's like a yeah. switch flip. I, look, that's his competitive I, nature. I like yeah. Fred Warner's game, but I, that's just not what you need yeah. to be. Doing. I love Fred. Fred Warner is my favorite linebacker in football, not named Demario Davis. Yeah, I am a massive fan of Fred Warner, and he's he's gonna be he's gonna be and great. he's gonna yeah. be great in this game. I yeah. think he is gonna have a great game, but he's gonna have a great game doing what Fred Warner likes to do, yeah. which is playing downhill, mm-hmm. coming up to the, to the line of scrimmage and making plays, being great in run support, being great in pass coverage when it calls for it. But him following around Travis Kelsey yeah. like it's Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore. I've never just, even heard of a linebacker doing yeah. that, actually. Well, Not with a tight end. Yeah, not yeah. with a tight end. Um, but who's a player on this Chiefs offense now? We're going to get into the, the key players. Uh, Chiefs offense that will ha- have to be productive. You and, know my pick, man. Yeah, it's it's ten. It's ten. Before yeah. it's fifteen, it's it's got to be Isaiah Pacheco, mm-hmm. dude. He is called him on the Sunday show the straw that stirs the drink yep. for the Kansas City offense. That's just what he does. He is so important to everything they've done, not only in the playoffs but in the back half of the regular season. He's the reason they're really back in form and back being the Chiefs, mm-hmm. and he's going to be super important to them winning this game. Yeah, yeah, I think it's got to be Pacheco for me too. I mean, he's. He's the engine, you know. He that is. Makes it, I mean, it is true. Yeah, he's, he's been the as X-factor. much as you talk about Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is great, but Pacheco has been the reason. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like he's gonna. I have Pacheco as well. I feel like he's gonna utilize that. You know, the 49ers are not good against the run, and like I said, I feel like he's gonna yeah. run all over this defense and 
carry after carry, I feel like they're still not going to be able to contain him. I think that the 49ers are going to be so hell-bent on trying to stop Pacheco and Kelsey themselves that they're going to they're going to forget about number 83, the other tight end for the Chiefs. I I'm going Noah pick. Gray for the love for the Chiefs. Pick, with, like I said, with all the attention on Travis Kelsey, I think that the Chiefs should run a lot of two tight end sets. Let him go to work. This guy gets open just as much as Kelsey. Yeah. Noah Gray had better numbers than Travis Kelsey in in the midseason point. Yeah, uh, people do not they do not realize that. Yeah. But I think this guy's going to have a very very important touchdown, maybe even two on the night. I'm yeah. also very glad you didn't pick Pacheco, so he <laughs> avoids the curse. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I could be so wrong. <laughs> I could see. I could watch Noah Gray go out and do put up. Kadarius Tony numbers, like, I, like, <laughs> but I, I just I feel something. It, it's I just feel it. But who's the player on that 49ers defense that that has you feel has to make an impact? My pick. Go ahead, Raven. Go ahead. I'm gonna go Nick Bosa. I know it's an mm-hmm. obvious pick, but him being known for his speed, size, and playing reading ability is exactly what the 49ers need going up against a quarterback that is able to pick apart and destroy opposing defenses. With his ability to get skinny and take advantage of interior offensive linemen, combining with his his uh, leading the 49ers in team sacks, he has to show up for the 49ers team to win. I mean, I mean yeah. opposing yeah. Mahomes is going to be the hardest part for this 49ers defense, I feel like. Jaden, I got you. <laughs> I think a safe pick would be Fred Warner, but I don't like playing it safe. So I'm gonna say, okay, Dr- I'm, gonna risk say taker. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Joy Greenlaw. Oh, hey, real man. risky over here. <laughs> the second the second linebacker when they've got the best linebacker duo in football. I'm gonna yeah. go with Gray, Gray, Dre Greenlaw. I just think it's gonna be as much as his responsibility as it is mm-hmm. uh, Fred Warner's to fill those gaps and to really contain Isaiah Pacheco. And it he just runs yeah. so angry. It's you know, it almost seems impossible. You got to yeah. get the you got to yeah. get the wrap up yeah. tackle. I I also have Dre Greenlaw. I'm gonna go fifth round rookie corner Diamador Lenore. Not only is he first team all name in the NFL, um, he's come up with some great plays this year for this 49ers defense. The big thing is you don't want to give you don't want to give them more weapons than they've already got. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have enough trouble stopping Pacheco and Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Don't make Rasheed Rice or MVS give you a bad yeah, day. Yeah. I agree. Diamador, go out there, stop a guy, and don't let Mahomes get that big chunk play down down the boundary. Yeah, that goes for sixty yards and a touchdown, and now you're down seventeen instead of being down ten. Right. Yeah. It, it just you cannot let the game spiral out of control. Mm-hmm. And Lenore, he also comes up with a with a fair couple of interceptions and Mahomes has been a little At interception times, prone yeah, this a year indecisive, if yeah. he gets <laughs> under some pressure and I think Lenore can be a great piece to to come up with some clutch interceptions for this defense. I love it instead of the poo-poo Bruce hard this week I will get y'all to guess Usher's first song that he will sing mm. at halftime. Yeah. So right. I want to hear Ravens That's what first. he's going to sing. Yeah. That's going to be his first song. Oh, oh you're be, saying yeah. 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 Isn't that what it's called? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, oh, I think man. for me it's going to have to be... Uh, man, there's, there's... What's the name of this? Oh, my god. There's a lot of good ones. I, I can tell you mine uh, if y'all want. You Make Me Wanna. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna say you make okay. me. Okay. I'm so excited for this halftime. Me show. too, dude. I love be, Usher. I'm so I, might, I might get my little top hat, man. Oh, right. man. you gonna start dancing in your uh, house? I think Come so, on, man. And I put some glitter on it. I'm gonna go with DJ. Got us falling in love, dude. Me too. I was gonna that's go with DJ. My, that's my <laughs> sneaky pick. I, I, I'm gonna go with DJ. Got us. <laughs> now the smart pick is yeah, because yeah. you get with, yeah. you get the crowd behind you. I can tell you what the last one's gonna be. What? My boo. Oh, I've, I yeah. hope so. I, I think I'm start in with my boo. I'm gonna change that. Wait, he think... he might start with my boo. I'm not gonna. No, I, it's usually my I feel boo like just it sounds like an outro. Song yeah, I feel oh, like okay. if he was, I don't know. There's so hmm. and there's bets on this too. I know there is. Yeah, I just man, I feel like it's gonna do, be. No, do we have any? Gonna uh, go dark and he's gonna be like, I'm gonna change my pick. Always that one person. What's your What's your pick, dude? All right, I'm gonna go with you. Remind me. Like the opening of the song, it just sounds like something you would open a concert to. Ooh, I, can, I like that. Pick. I can see o- OMG too. I think oh, it's gonna be my boo. I'm we sorry. should have an Usher it. podcast episode. 
I'm just talking about Usher. Yeah, I Usher. think that'd be great. I think that'd be fun. But Man, now that's... it's time. Now it's time for the predictions of Super Bowl 58. Can we just talk more about Usher? Uh, unfortunately, we cannot. <laughs> I don't want to pick this game. Um, <laughs> how about this? Andre, you give us your pick first. Yeah. And I'm then actu- we'll base it off of yours. I'm I'll actually, just steal your pick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've actually got, uh, I mean, it's going to be a lot. You can't stop experience. Like, you just can't outcoach experience. I'm going with the Chiefs in a really, really close game. I've mm-hmm. got Harrison Butker with a game-winning field goal in heartbreak fashion for the San Francisco 49ers <laughs> fans. Um, I've got the Chiefs 30 uh, to 27. I have the Chiefs winning by touchdown, sadly. I have them winning 31-38. They close the line for you a little yeah. bit. Because yeah. originally Raven Yeah, had, my Sunday prediction yeah. was Chiefs winning 38-21. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. You have a 17-point Hey, if they go and do that, win. though, I'll, I will give you, like, all the praise. I'll props. I'll I'll praise. Yeah, I've, I've got something similar to Andre, but I've got Mahomes to Kelsey. Touchdown. Taylor Swift comes down. She lifts the Lombardi. The confetti falls. They're not going to let her on the He stage. proposes. She's oh, up on the podium with Goodell. Chiefs 31, 49ers 27. The 49ers fold as a franchise, and Taylor Swift makes them the San Francisco Swifties. He's not proposing to her. It, what, it doesn't matter. Yes, it doesn't it matter, matter what they do. Yeah, For real, though, Patrick Mahomes, game-winning drive, as he always does. Chiefs 31, 49ers 27. Mahomes gets his third Super Bowl ring. All right, Jade. <laughs> it's all down to you. You're you are the you're the man. You're the person that can either curse the Chiefs or save the Chiefs. Ooh, curse them. Well, look, I was, it's funny what Raven said because I don't, I don't know, think it matters. I, I don't know. It doesn't. But oh, I don't know why. Matters. But the first number that popped into my head is thirty-seven to twenty-one Chiefs. Wow. Really? I don't know why, but it just popped into so my head. So we got two. So I'm gonna go with Honestly, we've got two. Pretty much like Ra- Raven. Are you sticking with it, or are you, are you wanna? I think because no, like, do you want to? Well, I mean, now you might as well. Now you might as well. You've got somebody else in your corner. Brock Purdy is not. I feel like he's gonna chicken out. Uh, And that's fine. That's I I, like. I feel. I feel like that is. (laughs) I I think that very well could happen. I just. I feel like it's going to be close because this Niners team is just going to come up with plays. When you get, when you get to the Super Bowl, it's not about who's going to make the play. Mm-hmm. It's about who's going to make the mistake. Right. And I think that San Fran is just going to make a couple more mistakes yeah. than Kansas City will because when they get into this spot, they're just so refined and, and so understanding of not only what the occasion is, but who they are and what they have to be to, to yeah. succeed in those occasions. And that's what mm-hmm. separates Kansas City really from everybody else in the league. So yeah, that's yeah. why I've so got. You're them going thirty-seven. Uh, I'm sticking with it. Thirty-seven, twenty-one. I love Chiefs. it. We've all got yep. Kansas City. Congratulations to the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> you are the 2024 Super Bowl champion. Yeah. Well, with that, uh, I want to thank all of y'all for joining me today. Group episode, um, man. Great, that was fun. Great, great little episode. You didn't even say it today. We need to hear it. Oh. Well, what's today, man? It's a calm little Tuesday. Calm little calm Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> oh my but the right. day you're watching this, it yeah. will be a calm little Friday, and Mardi yeah. Gras will be coming up. Yeah, exactly. So to all the viewers out there, have a great, safe Mardi Gras. Right. Have fun. Enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday. Andre, go ahead and get him out of yep. here. Yep. I'm Andre Champagne, and this has been the Hodges Huddle. <laughs>